Hey everybody, this is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. Welcome to a brand new midweek teaching series that we're starting today on spiritual formation. I'm calling this series Reflections on Spiritual Formation, and what we're going to be doing it over the next several weeks, uh, maybe a couple of months as I grow this series. So we're going to be looking at lots of different paradigms of spiritual formation. Before we get into uh, today's scripture, we're going to be looking at Philippians, a text from Philippians. Let's pray and invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us, and then we'll get into the Word and into the topic today. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for faithfully walking with us. Thank you for being a God who desires to form his people. You haven't just left us. You didn't just create us and leave us on our own to our own devices, but you want to be intimately involved in our lives. We thank you so much for that. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I had this whole series kind of lined out in my mind uh, where I wanted to go. And I was going to do an introduction, but I'm putting that off a week. And what we're starting with today, today's talk is actually titled, I Don't Have This Figured Out Yet. Because I realized, like, it, it's quite a thing to stand up here in front of a camera and put this out uh, to Parker Ford Church, to the world, to anyone who wants to watch this. And I don't want anyone to think like, I think I have this figured out when it comes to spiritual formation. Far from it. I think that, um, that I have so much uh, to learn. And so part of the reason why I wanted to do a series right now on spiritual formation is because personally, I'm feeling the need to continue to be formed and transformed and reformed and reshaped by God. There are so many places in my life that I experience brokenness. There are so many places in my life where I get it wrong. Um, You can ask my wife, my children, my close friends. There's so many areas where I struggle with pride or anxiety or frustration or impatience. Um, So far from me being an expert um, dispensing my wisdom from on high, um, I want this to be a series that we journey together through looking at spiritual formation. And as a broken person, I want to grow and I want to be formed by God. So that's what we're going to be doing over the next several weeks. And I just wanted to be clear that I'm a mess. <laughs> and this is not coming from an ivory tower. Um, I'm not above the fray. And, uh, and so I want it to be a journey that we go on together. However... I am a fellow disciple, and I do care deeply about spiritual formation. Um, As a pastor and a shepherd, I don't just care about my spiritual formation. I care about your formation. I want you to grow in Christ. Whether you're a member at Parker Ford or just watching this online, whether you're just curious about Christianity or... Um, you thought I looked funny, and so you're tuning in. <laughs> like, what, whatever, whoever you are, wherever you're at, I, I care deeply about you being formed in Christ. So even though I'm no expert and I don't have it all figured out, um, I do want to go on this journey with you. I want to see you grow in your discipleship and your maturity in Jesus Christ. I came into our sanctuary this morning a little bit early and was just spending some time praying because I was feeling pretty broken about my own life and, and things that, that I struggle with and uh, areas of angst in my own heart. And I, as I was sitting here and just praying this morning before, before anyone else came in, before we started filming, I was drawn to Philippians chapter 3 where Paul 
lists all of these qualifications that he has in the flesh and all of these things that he has going for him that could cause him to be viewed as an expert or be viewed as sort of a celebrity or, or powerful or having it all put together. And then he, he lists a number of these things and then he just comes to this place of, of saying, like, I don't consider any of this stuff worthwhile at all. And I, I'm not meaning to compare myself to Paul in any way, um, so don't hear it, hear that. But as a pastor, um, I can relate to the fact that it, it could be easy for me to uh, minister or try to minister or shepherd or pastor or teach just based out of my gifting, based out of, um, rather than being based out of desperation of the Spirit. So, you know, I have have a lot going for me. I'm young, I'm well-educated, I'm cross-cultural, I'm a missionary kid, I grew up um, both in America and in Southeast Asia. Um, I'm white, I'm Caucasian, I'm male, um, I have a nice haircut from my, my buddy Phil. All, all of these things are things that in the flesh we could just lean on, right? And, and say, hey, look at me, I've got this going for me. Um, but that's all garbage. It's all rubbish. None of that actually means anything apart from being desperate for Jesus. And so if I'm just ministering out of my gifting because I'm a decent public speaker or I have a charismatic personality or I'm friendly or I have a nice smile, like all of that stuff is so ridiculous. And yet in our American culture, in our Western culture, we're obsessed with that kind of thing. And I am too. Like it's so easy. It's so much easier for me to listen to someone who looks like they have it all together, who looks nice, who's beautiful or or well-educated or well-spoken. But listen to this text with me from Philippians 3 to show like all all of those things. Like I'm not saying gifting from God is a bad thing. I mean, he gives us gifts and and they are gifts. And so we want to receive them as gifts. What I'm saying is that, that there's something else that's so much more important. And if you and I are living primarily based out of our gifting, out of our personal strengths, rather than out of our desperation and our brokenness and our need for Jesus, out of the spirit, ministering and flowing through us, then ultimately we're in a bad spot and we're going to lead people to something that's false and not real. So listen to Paul who had all of these things going for him when it came to the Jewish faith and how he just counts it all as garbage. He says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 2, look out for the dogs, look out for the evildoers, look out for those who mutilate the flesh, for we, for we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to, the, to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Did you hear that? Do you hear those words from Paul? All of this stuff he has going for him. He counts it as rubbish 
compared to knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. And this is what spiritual formation is all about. It's not about us getting all our ducks in a row or having it all figured out in the flesh or having our mind uh, completely formed, although that's important. It's, that's an important part of the process. But what spiritual formation is about at its core is about receiving the goodness and presence of Jesus Christ and recognizing the fact that that is the thing. That is the great treasure. That is what is of utmost value. And so he says, I count everything else as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Verse 9, he says, and to be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings becoming like him in his death that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and strengthening forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This is what spiritual formation is all about. It's about laying aside all of these fleshly things that we're drawn to. It's about laying aside our image-based culture, about, about um, laying aside the things that we would count as wonderful in the flesh and saying there's nothing else that matters but pursuing Christ. And he says, I'm not assuming that I've already attained it, but I'm pressing on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Why did Christ take hold of me? For intimacy. He took hold of me so that, that I might know him, that I might be in relationship with him. And I am, and you are meant to reciprocate that. So just as he is taking hold of you, we are meant to reciprocate in kind and take hold of him. Verse 15, he says, let those of us who are mature think this way. And if anyone, and if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal it to you also. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies with the Christ. Just a couple more verses. He says, their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. And so as we go on this journey together over the next couple months about spiritual formation, let's start at a place of confession. Let's start at a place of just admission before God that we don't have it figured out, that our gifting is not enough, and that it's in desperation and brokenness with God that we're actually invited into intimacy. So I invite you to reflect on the following thoughts and questions for the next few moments. Are you ever tempted to rely on your gifting at the expense of desperate dependence on God? Do you desire transformation in your life, in your family, in your community? Spiritual formation often begins with confession. Confession of who God is, like Peter confessing Jesus, that he is the Christ. 
but also confession about who we really are in our sin and our brokenness. So let's come before the Lord with honesty and humility today, confessing both who he is and who we are and seeking to be transformed into his image. I pray that this is an encouragement to you today. I pray that you enjoy studying Philippians 3 this week and that you join us in the coming weeks as we explore spiritual formation. Have a great day. Go with God.